A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, WWE has literally destroyed Bray Wyatt's character. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. literally. CM Punk is finally back in AEW. We have a backstage update on Trish Stratus' WWE future. And Ricky Starks blasts AEW's four pillars. I'm Adam Wilborn. He really hates things that hold up buildings. Oh, this is the news. All right, WWE have destroyed The Fiend. Well, they, they've destroyed the mask mold yeah. for The Fiend, which means it'll be very difficult for The Fiend to come back. Let me explain. Yes. Let me explain. So there was a report that did the rounds yesterday. It's from a website called Fight Fans, which I'm not particularly familiar with. Um, so Pinch of Salt, obviously, with a new outlet mm-hmm. or, or an outlet that's coming through with a scoop ski for the fir- for early. But new outlets recently have been flying out of the blocks. Worked. Yeah. Wrestling in particular. When people develop a track record, you know you can go with them. Um, but they reported earlier this week that WWE weren't pretty high on certain aspects of Bray Wyatt's recent run with the company, uh, including the opinion-splitting Mountain Dew Pitch Black match that he had with LA Knight. Opinion-splitting? Yeah. Well, I'm being polite. Yeah. Don't worry, stuff. It's mean. <laughs> Uh, a source commented that WWE didn't think that Bray's new mask gimmick, which he debuted in that match, technically, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they didn't think it was as strong as the flipping fiend. Uh, this is a quote from their source, from Fight Fan's source. Uh, WWE wasn't overly fond of how the Pitch Black match went down and the new Bray, Wy- Bray Wyatt masked character that debuted at the Royal Rumble as they felt it wasn't as good as The Fiend and likely wouldn't sell the merchandise, etc. like The Fiend did. Yeah, I mean, The Fiend sold loads of merch. So. Sold a six grand belt. Yeah, it's a so, high bar. So fair enough, to be honest. Uh, now, uh... The outlet believes that WWE were pushing for a Fiend return post-Rumble. Those talks died down a little bit, but they've since fired back up in the past couple of months. Now, what would make this difficult is is the destroyed mask molds, which means you can't make any more masks. Uh, This comes from Jason Baker, uh, who is uh, the head of Colossum Studios. Colossum? Sorry if I've mispronounced that who Bray worked with on a movie during his time away from WWE. He's also like a frequent collaborator making the masks and all that stuff for Bray. So he's a good friend of his. Mm -hmm. He's a good worker. So he'd know about stuff like this. He replied to another outlet that had aggregated this story and said, that might be a little difficult considering that all of the mask molds were destroyed that last year. So that might explain why The Fiend looked like a piece of trash when he was at Extreme Rules. Oh yeah. Like if they've destroyed the mask molds and they've had to use like a Halloween one or whatever, that might might explain why he looked weird. but yeah, Wyatt's off TV at the moment, obviously, just before Mania. He was going to work with Bobby, but he's sick. He's got an illness that mm. hasn't been disclosed. And He was definitely been... around at Mania because I literally <laughs> nearly walked into his daughter at the airport. You saw him buying a packet of quavers yeah. in the departure <laughs> line. But there you go. They've destroyed the mask mold to make Fiend masks. I guess you're not getting any Fiend anytime soon. That makes sense. Fiend's not very a summery thing, is he? No. He's, he's, he's more sort of autumn, winter. Yeah. <laughs> you Maybe turn your heat up. You, you, turn, you bring the Fiend in. Yeah, yeah. Crispy fiends. I mean, that is what I go when I go out in the sun in the summer. But yeah, in terms of a gimmick, um, look, I liked fifty percent of the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. It's just yeah. a shame that that fifty percent was LA now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you kind of felt them cool on it relatively swiftly following that. Yeah, 
I felt like, like the buzz to... was insane. Yeah. Well, it was like, but it was not the Matt and Do. As in, when they did the whole was it Survivor Series? Oh, yo, oh, sorry. Yeah, when he came yeah. back. Yeah, I was like, the buzz for the Mountain Dew Pitch Black was perverse, wasn't it? It was yeah. like, this is gonna be weird. <laughs> What's it gonna look more like? buzz in this office for Mountain Dew Pitch Black? Yeah, but like, I felt we had to talk about the Fiend rumors because. They've been going all over the internet the past day and people have tagged us and stuff. So, hey, there you go, straight from the horse's mouth. They've uh, burned, someone has destroyed the molds for the masks. So you're not getting yeah. any feet. Unless they're gonna put it on a belt like that smashed up hardcore championship. Oh man, that would be someone else. Justice yeah. for Uncle Howdy. I think uh, Bray Wyatt is such an intriguing character. It's almost sometimes like he's too creative for WWE. He's got a lot of ideas, Yeah. not he? A sometimes you ideas. just come in and say, oh, Give me the bell and I'll beat everybody. <laughs> yeah, just Bob Holly it, brother. They, they, and then they go for it, but it's like, it's what's intricate. Uh, especially now you know who has returned. I just, I knew that his days were numbered as soon as that happened. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see what he comes back with or as, if that Wind makes sense. Wingham Rotunda. Just yeah. a guy. Just a man. I miss Husky Harris. Me too. And he had another one, like... It wasn't Mason the Mutilator. That, I'm sure that was Kane. Yeah. And another one. I can't remember what it was. Let us know what that... Tell us your favourite. Give him the Chili McFreeze gimmick. Yeah, Let's see go. what happens. Frost McFang. There's a new Mortal Kombat game coming out, isn't there? I saw that on What Culture Gaming. Street Fighter as well. That came out this week. Did it? I'm not even being a fanny. Like, that came out this week. So, Diablo oh, I used to 4. love Street Fighter. I'm going to check that out. Diablo 4 next week. I'm looking forward to that. But speaking of returns, Andy. Oh. You remember a guy called Phil Brooks? You may know him as he's under his wrestling name. Yeah, he edits all the videos for us. CM Punk. How many times? Look, it's official. This is the reason we're recording today. It has officially been announced that he's returning to AW. The speculation is over. He is going to be on AW Collision on June 17th. And I'll bet anyone who booked a holiday for that weekend is feeling pretty stupid. Right <laughs> this seems to be a recurring God theme. Damn it. I was like, I know something's happening June 17th the other week when I was booking it. I was like, nothing's in the diary. Disconnect. Oh, maybe. cool. Yeah. Disconnect. Um, yeah, it was announced in a brief uh, Tony Khan. Uh, announcement last night. He literally just said, Collision's going to feature, big pause, yeah. CM Punk. And it got an interesting reaction. It sounded like a, a decent pop. Obviously, that crowd in... Where were they, San Diego? It sounded a lot more positive than Vegas sounded. Yes. Or wherever they were the week before when, mm -hmm. they, when they announced it. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be just fascinating to see how he's received post-Chicago. I think you can assume that's going to be a decent reception. Uh, I, I'm obviously a fan of the work of CM Punk, right? But it would be really funny if he got booed in Chicago. Oh, <laughs> somehow. Gosh. Somehow. I don't uh, think he will. I think he's going to get a hero. Oh, reception. yeah, absolutely. And I want him to obviously get a good response. And look, you know, CM Punk's fun. coming back and now AEW's got good again. So... Uh, Coincidence? Are, I think not. You are just a real oh, piece just, of shit. Just you wait until I get my hands on Sidric on the podcast later on you today. You are an absolute piece of shit. Anyway, <laughs> let's... let's... Uh, also is going to feature uh, Andrade El Idolo, Thunder Rosa, Miro, and Powerhouse Hobbs, for example. More more announcements probably to come. He'll probably announce each person on the show every week on Dynamite until... Yeah, Clinton why not? Just to do one, one a pop, one a pop. He loves these big announcements, these huge announcements, all of this. Hey. Why not? I hope his next one is, I want to announce that I've got the cold and I'm not here. Like, just do something completely yeah. mundane to annoy you. I'm going on holiday for a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've had a cup of coffee today. Anything. That's, that's a given, Tony. Well, do you want an update on Trish Stratus? Yes, please. Status? She's sticking around a little bit. Good. That's cool. PW Insider reporting after this week's episode of Raw that Zoe Stark isn't just there to be a proxy for Trish. Like, should she, like, go away again? Zoe's just not taking over and acting in uh -huh. her part. Trish is going to be sticking around. She's going to be appearing on uh, WWE TV going forward uh, just uh, as often as she can, which is cool to know. Um, she's been back since February, obviously. She was 
aligned with uh, Lita and uh, Becky Lynch, and then she turned on Becky when Lita got hurt, and now she's got Zoe Stark, who helped her beat Becky in that chat. You were itching to say something. No, I just, I was, all I was going to say is, um, I think the turn was fun, and then, like, the build to Night Champions, I was a bit like, eh. Yeah. And the, I love the alignment with Zoe Stark now. I think it's beneficial for all parties, because I think it just being Trish, you're like, oh, well, okay, cool, so she'll beat her a bit like she did shenanigans and then eventually oh Becky Lynch wins the big one da 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 Zoe Stark kicks different ass wrinkle. different wrinkle isn't it and it's like a classic pro wrestling thing of using a established legend to to, to rub off on a younger up and coming mm. wrestler so I think it's been good uh, and Z360's really a mint finisher yeah she's like just a fun wrestler she's only been in WWE for like two years as well Zoe like she had the long injury and yeah. all of that so she was out for ages so she feels just Brand new, it's 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 good stuff. And be, uh, be interested to see who Becky gets to counteract that going yeah. forward. And maybe Lita heals up. We're gonna do that. That'd yeah. be fun. Uh, no word on how long Trish's current run is gonna continue for, but she is gonna be on on Raw. She was drafted to Raw, which surprised me. Of course, me. yeah. I figured, oh, legend, she'll just be doing like the odds. Yeah. And you, Gable Stevenson, got drafted a couple of years ago. <laughs> yep. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about Ricky Starks. Uh, he was speaking on the po- Corner podcast, which is one of the best podcasts out there, Andy, that's not ours, which is actually worth a... I can't say it. I'm not going to give Benway any more work today. Um, he's not happy about the whole Four Pillars thing. He's spoken on this previously, hasn't he? But now yeah, yeah. he's sort of given an updated interview on it. Um, and whilst he is... Um, Pleased to be named as the fifth pillar. Well, I'll just read what he had to say here. I actually hate the idea of pillars. So there we have it. He doesn't like... No. Um, (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I love the idea of a pillar because, one, it's a full gimmick and it came from one guy. There's nothing behind it. Uh, To say these four dudes are the pillar of the company, you know what he's doing by that? You're, you're saying F everybody else who did anything. Those people don't matter. It's these three guys that we've deemed I've bestowed this sacred title upon thee and I want you to go forth and do with it. No, I don't believe in that. It's a very sweet gesture to say Ricky should be considered a fifth filler. Baby, I don't need to be a pillar, okay? What a line. <laughs> I can be a foundation. I can be the roof. I can be the person outside maintaining the lawn. I don't need none of that. To me, that's a box within itself. Four pillars, you got me. What? Four pillars? Four pillars of what? Name one coliseum that you know that's famous. I bet you couldn't even do that. 
I love Ricky Stark. Coliseum video, Ricky. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is great. I mean, he's obviously hamming it up a bit. He's charactering it up a bit with some of his verbiage and stuff there. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's also timely because they just had the main event of the paper. Yeah. Well, no, the second last match uh, on the paper. Yes, because uh, in MJF's words, he didn't want to roll around in John Moxley's blood. I think fair that's what he said in the press conference. I mean, I wouldn't want to do that either. No. So there you go. Uh, yeah, fair play. I think it's quite a spicy quote that uh, a lot of people will maybe take a bit too seriously. But then you've got to allow yourself to get worked every now and yes. then. So hey. the sexiest pillar, I'd say. Ricky sexiest Scott. pillar, Ricky. I'm with that. I'm with yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, should we move on to the Twitter questions? At what culture WWE? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, don't, what is it Thursday today? My I week's don't all know. over the place. I, uh, Wacky Friday it's tomorrow. Probably a bank holiday. <laughs> it always is in this country. Uh, but yeah, tomorrow we'll be doing Wacky Friday questions, so make sure you send them over to us. But today, uh, Eddie Zam Harry starts us off. Eddie writes, hey guys. Um, Lately, wrestling music has been hit or miss. Which wrestling song from a current wrestler, either old or a new song, ooh. is in your Mount Rushmore of gym playlists? Ah, uh, oh, wow, okay. So, we always talk about singing Powerhouse Hobbs' theme, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. It's, for me, like... It's more of a getting out of the shower song. I have two, yeah, <laughs> I have two modes in the gym. I have ridiculous music or podcasts. It's like the two ends of the I can't do podcasts. Yeah, I go, I go through periods. Sometimes I'm like meditative rhythm, mm. rhythmic and then sometimes I'm just like bah, 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 bah. yeah wrestling themes I would say like the rancid song Ruby Soho obviously because I've been listening to for 30 years <laughs> yeah my life. that helps or like the various God's Hate songs in AEW but like I just consider those those like the, that genre of music like inspirational to me it would make me cry in the gym uh, and I don't want to expose the world to that. So the real answer is the Butcher and the Blades AEW theme, which is completely insane. Uh, you only hear like 30 seconds of it on TV, obviously, all of that stuff. But listen, if you like heavy music, that song goes nuts. After yeah. like after the part you hear on TV, which is obviously good, it goes completely insane. It's a blast <laughs> beat. There's like seven different riffs. There's a solo. Like Mikey Ruckus destroyed that. It's It's... Unreal, and if you listen to it on the treadmill, you will probably die because mm. it'll make you go so hard. Yeah, I don't really listen to the Bloodlines theme because then it makes me move in slow motion. <laughs> you turn the speed down. To get... Sorry, mate, you finished with that. Uh, <laughs> as well, if I good. hit the gym anyway. That's good if you're lifting forward to go slower. Yeah. More, uh, more resistance. You, you haven't seen how small the weight is, brother. <laughs> um, By 200 grams. <laughs> right cool. now, full disclosure. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> He's got me on it. Oh, let's go! <laughs> let us know yours in the comment section below. You know what's an underrated one from the past? Corporate ministry. Yes! Yeah, it's heavy, it's good. I have right to censor, just on a loop. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's better than, I don't know. I suppose it's good to keep you in time. Give us a list of uh, bands in the comment section that the right, right to censor theme is better than. Ed Sheeran, I'll start you off. Oh, yeah. Imagine Dragons. Hey, well, I like Imagine Dragons. Aww. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, the Wiggles. To be, to be fair, the music I listen Actually, to no, sounds no, like... I'm just going to take that back because I'm very scared about the Wiggles stands coming after me. I was joking. you got to watch out for Eagle Piggle as well. <laughs> Jeez, Liz, man. Anyway. What is up this fucking chair, man? Sounds like my spine. Or you fixed it? I think I've just made it worse. Anyway. Uh, Howie Potter gives us our second Probably question. Probably coming a bit closer oh, yeah. after that. Howie Potter gives us our second question today. It's, it's Harry's cooler brother. Howie writes, Good morning, legends. Morning, Howie. Hello. Uh, would you rather um, have a triple threat match with Chris Statlander versus Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb Oof. or a fatal four-way 
Statlander, Rosa, Deeb, and Tyre Valkyrie on AEW Collision. Interesting. I think you might as well go for the four-way, right? Because yeah. like Taya is obviously still monitoring that scene. She was she was watching TV from a wrestling angle uh, on last night's episode <laughs> of Dynamite. So like they they're clearly trying to still keep her weaved into the fabric uh-huh. of, of whatever's going to go on with that belt. So yeah, I think it would make sense to add her to that to that rotation. And I think she's got completely, you know, whenever we see heel turns, they need an ounce of justification. She's complete within her rights to be like, you only won that belt because I beat the shit out of her first yeah. and you stole all my spotlight. There you go. And she keeps getting screwed in these matches yeah. as well. Like, I feel, <laughs> I feel bad for her. Like, she's coming and just gotten screwed over, over and over. And did you notice the thing on last night's AW Dynamite? They finally did it. One and a half women's matches. Oh. Well done, Tony. You're learning. Clever, clever. Daniel Murphy gives well, off. Well, one and a quarter, Ted. Oh, no, no, of course. Yeah, yeah mixed tag, yeah. Daniel Murphy gives our final question today. He writes, good morning, King of the Mike and the Dastardly Heel with the Eel. Ah. Oh, oh. Almost fucking... <laughs> just imagine, just chin me. <laughs> Almost fucking punching the face. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm being good today. Hey, chaos. Anyway. Um, with the official announcement of Punk's return... Was that a thing? I didn't... Ah, thing? I missed it. Yeah. Uh, how long before they put the world title on him? <laughs> They won't. Nah. nah, I don't think they will. Do they they'll put the international title? Because they're using that as like the other... Well, <laughs> the problem with the... And this, please don't interpret this as a shot. I've made it quite clear that I like the work of CM Punk, okay. right? Please don't interpret this as a shot comment section. But the thing about the international title is that it is a work rate title. And yeah. it has worked almost every week. Orange Cassidy has like a really like exertive match. Can CM Punk withhold those standards given the amount of like bumps and knocks and stuff he's yeah, taken? Yeah, that's fair assessment. In the AEW so far, like he said, he is legitimately a sort of a showpiece performer, yeah. isn't he? He is someone you build up to them wrestling. Yeah, that's the other aspect of it as well. And he get like the guy gets hurt. It just it happens. So I don't know if the international is a good fit for him. But no, I don't think they'll put the world title back on him. I think that's uh, that's a bit risky. <laughs> I wouldn't rule it out. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I think we are going to get to the end of this year with MJF still as title oh, still as title still as still champion still as title um, but I wouldn't rule it out I, I think you know it's, I hate all this ratings discussion but there's an argument to be made that you go like oh look Punk's the world champion people tune back in whether that be like I say the but it's not going to be he's not beating Orange Cassidy you need someone like I there's a bit of me that still thinks it's going to be Miro because Orange Cassidy is slowly transforming into Adam Cole across Survivor Series weekend where he's just held together yeah. with tape. It's a- like, someone's going to squash Orange Cassidy. Yeah. It's yeah. going to happen, and mm-hmm. that doesn't really work with Punk's character either. Miro would be good for that. Yeah. 100%. And um, Miro, like, wrestling, like his TNT title run, he was, like, wrestling every other week. It was awesome. He's the best. He's great. Can't wait to see him back on TV. He's so perfect as well because he's the big scary monster, but you can beat him because he's got a bad neck. Yes. That's his kayfabe he's weakness. He's got a glowing red weak spot. It's like really easy guy to book. He kicks everyone's asses and then somebody is able to imagine, isolate. Imagine how, you know, he's already an angry man in matches. Imagine if you went to do some sort of neck manipulation move and didn't, like, he powered out of it. How pissed off he would be. He'd be fuming. Oh, big fume. He's going to snap Orange Cassidy like a twig. Like a... Tangerine. Oh, yeah. Just like, like a gonna, It's going to tango him. Don't tango him. <laughs> oh, no, Tango Man. Like a bandit. I used, to, I used to be terrified of the Tango Man. Right? Yeah. He was a prick. We'll put the Tango Man in the background tomorrow. <laughs> uh, He's a scary bastard. And finally, I just thought this was nice. A tweet from Wardlow that came out overnight. 
Even though your shirt was terrible, someone was wearing an MJF <laughs> shirt apparently, thank you to the guy who secretly paid for my breakfast before the pay-per-view on Sunday. Really appreciated that. That's so lovely. That's nice. Where do you think Wardlow had his breakfast? IHOP. IHOP, okay. Not I'm an IHOP guy. No, I, I, I'm such a basic bitch. We were like, we went to America and we were like, we're in IHOP. And everyone's like, is that it? And we're like, we don't know where to go. I, that's the thing, that's the thing. Like, Chris Jericho went to in Weatherspoons when he snobs. came here. Food snobs can do one, man. Don't get me wrong. Like, I appreciate like a really high-end meal. Like, I love that stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll go out, like, if I, I'm feeling flush, I'll go and have a, like, a delicious like Michelin guidebook meal or whatever yeah. for special occasions. But... Like, trash is the best food, yes. man. Like, when I went to America last year for my family holiday, I was posting, like, all the crap I was yes. eating. Like, Cheesecake Factory, IHOP, and people were like, oh, you need to go to a real restaurant. It's like, nah, screw you. I come here to eat garbage. I come here to eat your garbage. <laughs> I want to sit in IHOP and eat the, just the... Five pancakes with the seven sausages yeah. that everyone orders and the refillable coffee. I want to go to Waffle House and feel like I'm going to get in a fight. I want to go to Denny's. Denny's. Uh, yeah, I want to go Wendy's and all these places, man. I want to go to, to Popeyes because Popeyes in the UK is garbage. Yeah, there's one in the Metro Center, it's isn't there? It's terrible. Don't go. If you live in Gateshead, don't go there. Go in America. <laughs> yeah. Stop being snobby weirdos about food. Do you know what I still Trash need to, to have? You point, you reminded me of this the other weekend because you had your little ch cheat day. I've never had a Taco Bell. Oh, brother. Listen, that was an eye-opening experience. I had it once before and I got it delivered from the Newcastle branch, which is about a mile and a half from my house and it didn't travel all that well. Mm. And the delivery guy must have been screwing around because it was kind of cold. Like, you know, wheelies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you order a delivery and the guy goes the wrong way oh. across town, Uber Eats or whatever. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? I've only said someone once ordered it to the old office and they sat around the corner and just ate it. Yeah, like, it's it, it just wild men sometimes. And they did that and I was like, Taco Bell sucks, but then I did it the other week. Ate in, dined in with the Taco Bell herself. Oh my god, the crunch wrap. The crunch wrap supreme man. The Taco Bell has my heart now. Ronald McDonald, you better watch your oh. you better watch your ass. Big Ron. <laughs> Ronnie. But yeah, do something nice for your favourite wrestler today. Eat doesn't have to be, don't have to buy their merch yeah. or anything, just maybe draw them a picture. Eat some fast food. That's my my advice. <laughs> right, Only if it's healthy for you. Let's be on that and all today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, for daily wrestling podcasts. Me and the Daddy Boys finally back together uh, to review this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. Uh, thoughts, Twitter questions, all that good stuff at What Culture WWE. And don't forget to check out our YouTube community, I assume. For our wacky Friday pitch Makes later on today. To actually do the post. Yes. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow Andy Murray at. At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Herp. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. You can follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thanks to Ivan the Terrible. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon.